Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I am your host, Ed Cheney, founder, C- and, founder and CEO of Canafil CBD. I am also here with my lovely co-host, Kimberly Rose. Hello, everybody. And she looks stunning this morning. Oh, thank you, sir. It is our job to deliver reliable knowledge as this industry is unregulated. And the more connected you are with this knowledge, the better you are in helping us all protect this plant, the hemp plant. Now, uh, today... We discovered, again, so we always have our finger on the pulse of the news. And it seems that there's more and more stories that are coming out about the anxiety being felt mostly by the millennials. Yes, that's what I found. So we dug into it. Yeah, yeah. And so today's show, you know, because, uh, you know, this uncertainty is all around us because we're in this pandemic Uh, The current COVID-19 pandemic has heightened uncertainty over the economy, employment, finances, relationships, and, of course, physical and mental health. Yeah. So we will be discussing today how others are dealing with this mental disabling situation and hopefully provide with some simple techniques that you can use at home. And, of course, how CBD may support some of these techniques or activities that we have uncovered and are going to share with you today. Definitely, definitely a good idea to just try and retrain your mind. Yeah. Right now. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, I I think as we talk today, uh, listen to, you know, maybe some things that we're sharing because it surprised us how many people that we asked, hey, how is your anxiety level? And how many times we got this response back? Oh, it's fine. I, I'm not really bothered by any of this stuff. Are you kidding me? And then we go to something very specific. We go, hey, so uh, how's the job going to turn out? Hey, how's your bank account look? Hey, how's this? And they com- the same person, the same person literally goes into unload mode. Yeah. And you can see and feel all the anxiety and the stress. Right. It's no longer a one-word response. Right. It's yes. A, then they, they just, the brain just starts going. Yes. And, and so, and the reason I ask you to listen, because even myself, I had to do this. I had to go, wow, I don't think this is bothering me at all. I mean, how, we've been in this thing for, what, a month now? Yeah. I'm doing just fine. And it takes some real reflection to look back and go, Oh, yeah, that's where it's hitting me. Yep. And this is how I'm reacting to it, even more important. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I think, um, again, I mean, the first week, you were kind of like, okay, this is weird. And, you know, it was, um, I don't want to say lots of doom and gloom, you know, because you were just, (laughs) you thought this virus was just going to, you know, literally come in and wipe everything out. Um, But... You were you were scared, but you weren't really like you weren't really focusing in on it. Maybe you were like, "Well, 
okay, I can catch up on all my favorite TV shows. I can, you know, get some stuff done. And then the second week came in and you were like, okay. So the first week was fun, maybe. But the second week, now it's getting a little more realistic. I feel like I should be responding to some of this stuff. Anyway, right? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure your observations are dead on. And now here we are, what, third The scared or part, though. I want to get rid of the scared third part. Third or fourth week, and now you're almost <laughs> submissive, but in a really weird way. I don't try and watch the COVID news, but it's kind of hard not to. And, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Well, um, well appreciate the experience share at my, at my cost. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Let's, let's dive into what are people experiencing? All right. So again, the economy, issues with employment. I don't know how many people are like, I don't know if I'm going to have a job back. They're probably celebrating because unemployment pays quite well. Right. Uh, given the extra pieces they've added to it. And by the way, thank you uh, to the unemployment uh, crew. I know you got your hands full, and I think you're doing a fine job. Uh, but really, how many of them are going, what is it going to be like? Or will I even have a job? If I do, am I going to be knocked down in hours? What happens? You know, I'm probably behind now. So if I don't get my full paycheck, how much further will I be behind? So I'm pretty sure all those kind of conversations are being had. Um, relationships. Hey, you live with somebody every day, but you got distractions like work and gym and Going out with friends, when you're stuck with the person, you're in a relationship, you know, 24-7, things can show up. Yes. Right? Uh, and by the way, I think it's wonderful when you get through it all and look back. Uh, it really grows the relationship tremendously. So a uh, little silver lining there. Uh, physical and mental health. That's physical. How many people are going, holy crap, don't get near that scale. Yeah. All right. And I don't even look in the mirror anymore. Just throw it, just throw it away is what I <laughs> say. <laughs> so we certainly have the physical. Yeah. Um, and then mental. Yeah. So uh, lots of issues with mental. And we will we'll spend some time on that. Uh, not trying not to do anything. We're not going to go into the negative side. We're going to say, hey, this is how people are having success. Mm-hmm. And uh, redirecting some of this stuff. Symptoms that you might see either in yourself that reflection, or in the loved ones that are around you. Uh, symptoms of fear, sadness, numbness, insomnia. And wow, if you haven't gone through insomnia, that's, that's, that, that by itself can cause all kinds of other mental issues. Oh, yeah. Uh, confusion, anger, PTSD, depression, low mood, stress, irritability, and emotional exhaustion. I think the easiest ones to see in the younger years are uh, low mood and emotional exhaustion. Mm -hmm. So yeah. look for those. Yeah. Um, yes, as older, we have sadness, we have uh, insomnia, uh, anger. Those are the things we carry around a lot. The older generation, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Um, and let's talk about generations uh, because we did – have to clearly understand who, what population we were looking at uh, when you know the news was talking about, or when the researchers were talking about. Hey, this group is the largest group being affected right now, yeah. and it's also the group that's going, nah, not me. 
I'm fine. Yeah, definitely the millennials are. <laughs> yep. In the in, I think they're just their life is still so much more. I mean, they have many years. Yeah. Whereas when you get older, it's not that you that you have less years. It's just that maybe you just have learned to maybe deal with the fact that things go up and down all the time and you still survived all those years. All right. Yeah. Well, let's go with age groups. Okay. So that when our listeners are hearing us talk about a specific generation, uh, at least there's some commonality here. Hey, whether these dates are coincide with what you believe, it, it, it's just an it's just a line in the sand for us. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so as we uh, found on online, uh, baby boomers, ages 56 to 74, as of today. Okay. So all these dates are as of today. So if you are 56 years. To 74 years old, you are in the baby boomer generation. The Gen X is 41 to 55. The millennials, 26 to 40. And then Gen Z, uh, 8 years old to 25 years old. All right, Gen Z. Got it. Uh, and so it is the millennials uh, who uh, are occupying most of the attention when it comes to consequences from being quarantine this long yeah all right uh so ages 20 26 to 40 so um i know you had found a few things i i felt that that one of them um was extremely interesting yeah well i i i was uh looking at an article and this uh -huh. therapist says that millennials make up 90 percent of his practice wow 90 percent 90 percent all right mm -hmm. if we have a millennial in your group Keep an eye. Look. Look out for him. And he said, well, he says that's been in the past decade. So it's not just now. Oh, this is now. not virus related. Or this just, is not Corona-19. It's just or, uh, always. Oh. So they're already anxious. And now this is setting off a whole nother level of anxiety. So, okay. and again, um, I think that they were definitely dealing with just, you know, the usual things that you would see a therapist for. Um, anxiety, obviously, is one of them. But yeah. uncertainty has really tipped those scales. Like, that okay. word is, it's huge. Yeah, and, and it's, I know it's huge for almost all of these uh, generations that I spoke of, all four of them. Yeah. When I think about us older uh, generations, we're, we're all thinking about you know, what, we're, what we stand to lose. right. Um, not really. No, it, it's mostly about that. And as a matter of fact, I think uh, baby boomer generations, we're also thinking about our health too. You know, what yeah. would it be like to you know, fall under those consequences that we've seen so many others have to go through? Right, All right. right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, and our millennials, wow, they have, you know, they're just, they're just getting their stride. Right. And now this uncertainty uh, affects so many areas. Well, I that, mean, yeah, yeah. So when they look across, they're look, they're looking over, you know, what five or six different uh, planes of, you know, what's in their very near future that are going to be affected. And I'm pretty sure that's daunting as heck. Yeah. Well, and they really have not ever dealt with anything like this. True. Is true. what I. That's what I was trying to say is that they just really haven't had um, a real issue to deal with well and some have though uh but it's been isolated 
Uh, Hurricane Katrina is an example. Okay, yes, that is true. Uh, so they've been through it, but not, not in this large, uh, right. So the scale is definitely different. Yeah. Uh, but when I did a little bit of homework, I found there was a lot of connection between what they're going through now and what happened during those time frames. Right. And, and again, with the, even with the hurricane, you kind of knew what, okay, it happened, and now let's clean it up and let's get back to this doesn't there's just no one there's just no certain deadline right yeah let's go uh so we pour through and try to find professional suggestions okay we started with cdc and then just kept going down the list uh for uh, health organizations that we found would have legitimate uh um, insights or suggestions for those of you for your listeners at home uh and how to counter this this anxiety uh, with dealing with this uncertainty. Anyway, and before we start it with any suggestions, both from uh, what we got from professionals as well as what was shared f- with us, f- with family and friends, uh, is to share this to help you get you started in any of these ideas. Here are a couple of high tips to remember. And one, yes, we are we are so knowledgeable in CBD, and as a matter of fact, you listeners are now probably quite knowledgeable as well. Yeah. So CBD for anxiety and sleep is very successful. And for you, reducing your anxiety and getting enough sleep will help in every suggestion we make today. Yes. All right. Second one, a healthy diet. Again, healthy diet, even with CBD, we want our immune system in balance. We want our entire... Uh, our entire endocannabinoid system in balance. So, and that does start with a healthy diet. Right. So look at what you're consuming and it has to be on a daily basis. Can't eat well once a month, uh, once a week. Yeah. (laughs) My last one is positive thinking. Okay. The first two will help you get to this one. So if you have reduced your anxiety and you're getting plenty of sleep and you're eating healthy, Positive thoughts will come to you easily. Keep yes. that in mind. So, but all three of these are a, cert, a, a kind of a precursor to to having a whole lot of success in all the suggestions we talk about today. All right. First suggestion made was take breaks from watching or reading about the pandemic, including this is going to be tough. Social media. Yeah. So taking a break from watching that on social media, and I, it's. You know, people that are reporting this, this is sensational. This is, you know, they get you hooked. I get that. And that was their job. That's how they get, you know, their sponsors get them paid. And that's how they generate revenue. All understood. So it might at times be up to you to be able to pull away and give yourself a break. Yeah, I think one of the things that I've noticed, um, at least on Facebook, I'm not sure so much on Instagram, but anyway, uh, Facebook, it seems to be, um, and I don't know if it's Facebook doing it, but I've seen a couple of people be not, uh, they get on probation (laughs) for um, maybe sending out bad, not bad information, but that stuff that's very emotional and and, and angry and all that stuff. So hopefully Facebook is taking some responsibility and not just letting, you know, all things uh, uh, coronavirus be posted. Kudos Facebook. 
I do. Facebook. <laughs> I, I, say, know. I say kudos. Oh, just, just, oh so, I thought you said just, who does. <laughs> I know. I want to say kudos to Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> right. I mean, uh, let's just make it more positive. Yeah. Let's let's not bring it down. It's, it's too hard. Yep. All right. Number two, take care of your body by eating well, participating in fitness, and do meditation. Yeah. Came from them, folks. Hey, I do meditation. I'm, I'm very comfortable with it, big on fitness, and try to eat well. Yeah. Kim, Kim probably leads that one. Kimberly leads that one more than I. Uh, maybe that's why I eat well is because I look at her and go, okay, can you feed me? Better yeah. food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been. I've never been able to um, uh, seriously meditate, but I do try and take a few minutes every morning before I get up and get out, get yeah. going, to just be thankful for everything that I have, and try not to think about you know maybe things I don't have, obviously, yeah. but health and your family and your friends and just try and say okay let's start it positive yep so here's here's what i know about all three of those very quickly eating well okay what we're trying to do there is reduce the inflammation in the body yeah okay these are the things that uh will help you everywhere and mentally and physically okay so eating well helps uh, uh, remove inflammation and that decreases anxiety second one fitness okay fitness the big thing you want there is that release of dopamine you yeah. want that right again they're more uplifting and finally on the meditation what you're trying to do is get your brain to teach it not to wander Okay, so when you're in meditation, you tend to be very focused on what you want to focus in on, and it kind of teaches your brain not to get wander off on a subject that might be, you know, disturbing, you know, or you know, related to this pandemic and how woe is it going to be and so forth. Okay, so this that's why they put that on there. All right, here we go. Third item was make time to unwind by doing things you enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Things you enjoy often aren't cleaning the house. Things that you enjoy would be picking up an instrument, starting a hobby, playing with your kids. Um, We are right now doing a project car together because it's something we enjoy, and I get to bring everybody in on it. Um, So uh, make time to unwind by doing things you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not helping out with the car project, um, but you have to tolerate us. I do. I have <laughs> to tolerate you. Uh, I enjoy watering my plants, and mm-hmm. I unfortunately have a, a lot of those. You but, do, yes. Uh, so that's just something that I like. I just say that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to water the plants. I'm going to trim the plants. I'm going to hang out with the plants. And I do see that in you. Yeah. I absolutely do see that that's an enjoyable activity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It just gives me, uh, I don't know, it brings me joy. Right. They're, they're another of my flock of children. Right. <laughs> uh, connect with others. Now, but they just said connect with other as part one. But part two was find someone that you trust and or cares about you and share your struggles with them. Now, I have learned this uh, a few years back that anytime you have an issue going on in your brain, the more you view it, the less energy it has on you. So if you're struggling with something, the more you talk about it, the more you 
analyze it, the more you share it with somebody, the less it has an impact on you. The less power it has. Correct, correct. So I know connecting with others and sharing your issues with people that you care about is a very successful way of reducing your anxiety and this this uh, uncertainty. Yeah, that's that's okay. a really good idea. All right, I love this one. And this one we could probably talk about for a few minutes at least, and that is reframing your statements. Because every time you talk, your conscious and your, your brain, your, your conscious is listening to you. Right. So when I say something out of my mouth, that's communicating, that message is communicating to my brain. All right. So when they talk about reframing a statement, here's an example. You might sit around in quarantine going, I'm stuck inside. Right? And that's what your brain heard. Yeah. Okay, you could also, you could refrain that. We are, we know, you know you're stuck, we, you know it. So you could refrain that statement to say, I can finally focus on my house. Right. Whew, man, I can finally spend some time with children, with the, with the kids. Wow, now I got time to do that art project. Right, that's reframing. And, and I tried to think this morning, all the things that I could reframe. Mm-hmm. And it's so many. It's so many. Wow, what's it going to be like when I get to ber- back to work? Well, I could really reframe that and go on all these new opportunities that are going to be available. Yes. Everybody's going to be hungry. I, there's so many ways I could reframe that statement. Yeah. What do you Definitely think? Definitely making it? it more of a positive statement coming out of your mouth than a negative, right? Yeah, so, give me an idea. What do so, you- again, I mean, I... I have time now. I can clean out that closet that I've been saying I'm going to clean out forever. Yeah. Now, uh, have I done it? No. I don't know why, though. I really don't know. I'm busying myself with other things, I think, um, uh, just because maybe it, it looks too overwhelming for me right now. But that's beside the case. I, yeah. I, there's lots of things. The spring cleaning that was, you know, supposed to happen in spring and yeah. <laughs> it never happened, that should be done. Yep. Those kind of things, you know, the, the windows can be done. There's so many things that can be done at your house, cleaning out stuff, yep. just decluttering. So, okay, so this, con- this statement was under reframe the statements that are coming out your mouth. Just before you say it, just consider another way of saying it positively. Now, I, when I first said, when you talk, when the words come out of your mouth, I said your conscious hears it, your brain hears it. I, I What I wanted to, I was trying to remember exactly how to put it correctly. But when you talk out, when you speak out loud, your conscious hears you. When, you're th- when, you th- when you're thinking your thoughts that aren't spoken out loud, that's when your subconscious is listening. Yes. All right. So... Subconscious is not going to turn on anxiety today. Not going to turn on anxiety tomorrow either. But your conscious sure will. Yes. So the words that are coming out of your mouth really will impact your conscious immediately. Right. Okay? Yeah. So if you say negative stuff, your brain's going to immediately start releasing 
uh, what, what are the, what are the uh, it's going to release cortisol, it's going to create inflammation. You know, that's you say something nice, it releases dopamine and it reduces inflammation and things are better. Okay, all mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. uh, keep your home organized. Yes, they suggested that a chaotic home can lead to a chaotic mind. Well, yeah, I mean, we've practiced this for, for many, many moons at our house. Yeah. One of the things I think we started with is uh, make your bed every yeah, morning. Right. You got to make your bed every morning. And uh, that took a while to sink in, um, but we do it every day now. And it just makes us feel better, A, yeah. makes us get out of the bed. <laughs> and, and two, it just gives you some sense of organization, right? Yeah. The bed's made. You look around and the right? impact. Yeah. And, and so if you're f- living in clutter mm-hmm. and uh, – you're just not gonna. You're not gonna be able to feel like okay. I'm gonna make a structured life. I'm gonna do good things today. Yeah. If you're surrounded by clutter. Yep. Yeah. Well, I uh, I like that one, and sometimes it's good to be reminded mm-hmm. that a chaotic home can lead to a chaotic mind. And after you do it just even once, you do. You stay. I know men do. We clean things up, and it looks very organized. And then we stand back and do the man thing. We go. Wow, that looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know, but even organizing leads yeah. to to other things. Like we talked yesterday about uh, meal times. And we're like, yeah. well, when really is breakfast now and when <laughs> really is lunch now? Yeah. And we are still trying to keep it on a schedule. Yeah. We're all still meeting at the dinner table for dinner. The end. All right, last one I have, uh, and then we're going to take a quick break. Start new quarantine rituals. I agree. I think it's important. Start a ritual. Ritual might be around cleaning, organizing, hobby, game time, dealing with pets, playing with kids. I don't know. Start a ritual. And a ritual means that it's predictable. It has a structure to it. Right. Yeah. Give shot to give shot to what that might mean to you, but again, if it has pattern, and if it is either enjoying, if you either enjoy it or it's fulfilling, it's probably a good idea. So structure, and it's either enjoying or it's fulfilling. Fulfilling could be work, right? Could be things that just need to get done. That would be fulfilling. Yeah. So every day, every Wednesday at three o'clock, we are going to, and that's going to be our new thing until we're out of quarantine. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the other day, how is it weird? Is it going to feel that we're not all getting together and doing our little hour of workout once we go back into right, the real life? Right, you know, because yeah. now you have the time. You actually have the time. So, you know, that's the the biggest reason that we isn't that the big, biggest excuse? Oh, I don't have time for that. Oh, I can't, I don't have time to work out. Oh, I don't have time kids to play. Oh, right. I, we don't have time for that walk. And now that's been solved for you. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening to that. I hope that we delivered something well there. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we are going to make more suggestions that were compiled from us talking to supporters of the show, family members, loved ones, friends, uh, and even some of our own. So hopefully those techniques will help you. We'll be back in just a minute. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. If you are a pet owner, you know there's a special connection between us and our pets. They are part of the family. The owners of special breeds also understand the important roles they play. Tune in for Greyhounds Make Great Pets to find out more about one special breed. Hosted by Rory and Kathy Goray, along with TJ Beter, we'll focus on greyhounds, but we'll also cover topics that apply to any pet owner, like animal welfare issues, racing, and more. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com you are tuned in to the cbd ed show if you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program please send an email to info at canafil.com that's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L dot com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners, to CBD Ed Show. Zed and Kim, hoping to help you during this pandemic. Yes. Next section, suggestions from both us, friends, and supporters. Our supporters, we got across Canafil. Uh, we went across CBD Ed Show. Um Loved ones, those are the people we went to for uh, a series of suggestions coming up next. Uh, and again, you might know all these. So if nothing else, is there just things that, you know, you get to hear again? Right, yes. We have said them many times. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish um, I wish we could move off these topics. Um, yeah. But I, I guess until we're back to... To yeah. life, we yep. can't really do that. We would we feel, would feel remiss if we did not help you guys through this time. That's well put. Yeah. Nicely done, Kimberly. Yeah. Uh, and also, too, we meant to uh, include dosage. Again, that's where we are really, really intelligent is CBD. So we'll make sure that we give you dosage suggestions uh, as we move through uh, in the second segment, too, because I think we might have... Not had a chance. Well, we really didn't have a place to talk about that in section one. So um, let's go with our first group, which, by the way, I wanted to share something that I had learned uh, that might put some perspective on some things. 
Uh, and it is, it, it was something I learned uh, when, it, when I was going through a psychology uh, type seminar. And that is this. If you are feeling anxiety, it's often because you are focusing in on the future. In other words, that's where anxiety usually gets its momentum from. Yeah. You're thinking about the future, and that thereby creates anxiety. Yeah. Did we, did we, did we discuss um, in a previous uh, show about um, imagination is wonderful uh-huh. and also not so wonderful? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because your imagination, if you let it, can go into all the bad places, not mm-hmm. all the wonderful places. Like, oh, I wonder what it's like to be, you know, on the ocean right now, right. on a beautiful boat. And it goes into the, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Right. The unknown. Here we go again. Yeah. That word, the uncertainty of what's happening right now. Yeah, so when you look into the future, it feeds, it gives anxiety all that momentum. It momentum. momentum. It triggers it. Yeah. Now, when you look into the future and your anxiety has been triggered and now going through the roof, it's been triggered and going through the roof because of things you understood from your past. Yeah. Something you saw on TV, an experience you had yourself, experiences with uh, that you are part of with other people. I mean, those things, yeah. So that is uh, an important piece to understand. Next piece I want, you to, uh, con- I want to share with you is that if you are feeling... Fear, it is often from you looking into your past or experiencing something in your past. Mm-hmm. All right. So give thought to this uh, because the logic behind this is this. If you're looking into the future, you're going to create anxiety. If you're looking into the past, you're going to create fear. If we're asking you to help, if we're trying to help you to get rid of some of this anxiety so that you can be productive, then the trick here is to try to spend as much time in the present as possible. Right. So here, here's, a, here's a thing. So, well, what is my job going to look like when I finally get there? That's you looking into the future, and I can see, I can already tell anxiety is going to show up in me. Right? So instead of that, I'm like, I'm going to sit right here, and I'm going to sit here and try to be in the present going... You know, I've always wanted to do re- more research on this tub- on this object, and I've got time to do it. Yeah, let's do some research. Right. Let's get better at something. Let's go to a class. Let's improve myself somewhere. Let's whatever. Stay in the present. You don't have to like remove yourself from the subject. Just try to make your thoughts more about the present, and try to minimize the time you're going forward in time or backwards in time. Yeah, because honestly, um, there's nothing you can do about the future. It's not here yet. <laughs> Good point, right? You're, it, and you, you certainly can't do anything about the past either. You can't, <laughs> and you just have to say, you know what? I just have to. I just have to not think about the future. Let's just think about right now, today. What am I going to do today? Yep. And in this situation, it's you know whatever you can do to get your mind out of that. Exercise not only does those wonderful things of kicking off those endorphins, but it also makes you focus on something other than what you're riddled with, that anxiety. You have to focus on that yoga or you have to focus during that workout. So that's a good thing to do, even even baking a cake. Right, right. And and, and when we talk about focus, 
again, we know CBD allows for that to happen. Yes. Focus. And, and again, if you want to go back to a previous show or an episode of ours, you can, you can get the research. But for today, it will help you focus. So if you do decide to sit down and do something in the present that requires you to be focused, CBD will allow you. And as little as 15 milligrams underneath the tongue, as little as three inhales off of a CBD cartridge. Yeah. Right? It'll, okay. It will take away that that anxiety, that feeling of I, I'm out of control here. I can't control my thoughts. Yeah. And it allows your brain to produce anatomide. And with those two things happening, the removal of anxiety and the increased production of anatomide, you are now in a place where you can focus. And it really does work. Yeah. And it's super easy to do. You take, uh, if you take a tincture, give yourself about 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay, that's putting 15 milligram CBD underneath your tongue. If you decide to go with a cartridge, it's immediate. Right. You, you do those three pulls off of that cartridge, and in a minute, you're, you're feeling the calmness hit. And then for the next hour and a half, you'll find yourself very, uh, very uh, focused. Uh, okay, big picture thoughts. Add, excuse me. <laughs> oh, by the way, and this is this was I'm all over this one, and most guys suggested this one. By the way, as we, as I can share with you, add structure to your days. Mm-hmm. Yes, biggest biggest one on the planet. Uh, I think millennials feel most comfortable in structure. Right. And I think the uncertainty blows that one up the biggest. So I'll say it again, structure is something that millennials are very comfortable in. Now, for a, for a millennial, if you want to start setting up structure, let's first consider if you have children. The easiest way to set structure up for yourself is by being a parent and setting structure up for them. That will, by default, apply structure to you, and you'll find yourself immersed back in that again. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it just gives you also a sense of um, power over your life again. Yeah, yeah. It gives you that sense of, okay, I'm in this structure. I'm following this structure. The mm. whole family's following this. So it gives you that feeling again. Of, the uncertainty, at least in that area, has been removed. Right. Yeah. And, and gosh, all, all you need is just a little bit of those to become uh, successful at this. And I know Kim's smiling because I just said, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, add structure to your days. Now, uh, if you can, if, you, if you're wondering what structure would look like, if it's predictable by you and those around you, predictable, it usually means that there's structure there. I predict that the kitchen is going to be clean. I predict that we're going to work out at 3 o'clock, right? Those are, those are good indicators that you have developed a structure or you're thinking about the right thing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's a big one. Take control. All right. Now, I know this kind of ties with uh, uh, add structure or create structure in your world, in your day. Uh, take control is another way that people have talked. And, and they gave us all kinds of ideas, and we summarized that they were all talking about the same thing. Go in and take control of something. 
If you take control of it, I don't care a big or small, that is a immediate win, and you will mentally have a, have a, have a celebration there. Right. All yes. Right. Places you can take control of. Easier ones, home. Mm-hmm. We, you know, uh, uh, one of these professional organizations already promoted that. You yeah. Know? A chaotic home leads to a chaotic mind. So here's an opportunity to take care of your home. Uh, be in charge of it, too. Like, go at it with zest. I am going to take control of this. You kids are going to clean your room before you leave it, or I am going to, right? Right. <laughs> I'm going to take control. Well, uh, yes, and you, yeah, we all know that children can be the biggest one to right. fight that control. Right. Especially right now when they're like, well, why? Right. <laughs> now, the next couple of them. They're not about, you know, you getting in, just, you know, manhandling. These ones are more about decision-making projects. If you decide to, today, to jump into a project and see it through, you have just taken control. Yeah, there's no better feeling than saying, oh, my gosh. Yes. One of my projects this weekend is going to be doing my windows. Um, And am I looking forward to it? But is Who it going to be so wonderful when it's done? Yes, right. Yeah. And, and how distracting and everything. Right. There's so many good things that come out of it. I know going into it stinks, but uh, everybody's suggesting it works. Yeah. So take control of projects. Uh, how about finance planning? So instead of wallowing around in the what ifs, take control. Decide to sit down for 30 minutes and jot down what things are important. And then set yourself up for day two going, all right, I'm going to take each one of those items and I'm going to do 30 minutes of investigation on how I might improve that situation. Yeah. Presently, by the way. Right. (laughs) Trying to be as present as possible. So finance planning was something everybody who had done it felt better after they did it. Yeah. I mean, even if your income is cut down to whatever it's it's cut down to, you can still take control of it. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can. Uh, it is so relative, it's crazy. Uh, there are people that are making 10000 a year that are just as happy as people that are taking $10 million a year. Right. <laughs> and this or is unhappy. The- I, you know, whichever one you want to put in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> one of the things that might be happening during this whole pandemic is people are maybe actually going, huh, do I, did I actually need that? Do I actually need that? Even yep. though I always say, oh, yeah, I need that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I need that too. Mm-hmm, yep, I need that. <laughs> and so we just buy it because yeah. we don't think of the future. We, we're art, as far as we know, the future is fine. Everything's rolling along. I got my job. I'm doing my stuff. And now, uh-oh, right. really, do we really, really need that? Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Uh, fitness and health. Take control. Don't have to go any further with that. How about goal setting? Goal setting, huge. Don't have to achieve the goal. To take control, just go in and set something. That's the take control part. Yeah, it doesn't and have to be huge. No, don't make it be huge. Just set a goal, uh, and already you are taking control. Yeah. Achieving that goal, hey, there's another, there's another set of uh, discussions to be had about that, but we're just talking about take control. So sit down with a piece of paper. Put down a goal, a couple of goals, make them achievable, and feel good about it. Yeah. That's what others are sharing. Um, All right. Another big share was start a fitness regimen. 
This is, what, this is not under the control. This is a new, new heading. Start a fitness regimen. And other, under that fitness regimen, it, required, it was required that it had, this is what everybody told us, and this is our personal experience as well, it required that it had structure, that there was a pattern, and it had, and then there was some support behind it. So those three things had to be in place for a fitness regimen to actually take hold. Now, what do you want out of a fitness regimen? Most of us just think, you know, we want to like lose a few pounds, stay in shape a little bit. But the reality is, if you can develop a pattern with your fitness routine, you are on the road to success. Why? Because after about three or four weeks, your brain will create this as a pattern. And every time you do it, it will release dopamine. Yes. Do you, and, and the exercise itself, by the way, is releasing endorphins. And if this becomes habitual, you'll feel bad every time you don't do it. Yeah. How wonderful can life get? Right. That's, right? that's always a, it, a long, it goes right <laughs> along with, it, with the healthy eating, too. Because yeah. then there you're like, wow, I'm just feeling good right I now. I feel good. I don't want to turn back. Yeah. Um, I, it's not you can't do the wonderful foods, they, they, just, they just go in little time frames, you know, throughout the week or something, you know, they're just not on an everyday thing. Anyway, uh, okay, so start a fitness regimen and make sure that you consider structure, pattern, and support. Now, what are some of the supports? We knew diet was a big support. If you do not diet well, you will likely get strained by your fitness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you won't want to keep it up. It's too hard. So, and what is that? That's good nutrients before, so you have the ability to withstand your workout, good reparative meals afterwards so that everything rebuilds and goes in the direction you want it to be. Uh, CBD. Why do we have CBD and under support for starting a fitness, fitness regimen? Because when you start this thing, you have pain and inflammation <laughs> everywhere. Yes. That was the design of fitness. Yeah. Right? Um, so uh, that's tough. And if you can remove that, this regimen will have a better chance of getting kicked off. Right. Oh, I think that's probably the number one um, reason why people stop working out is because, you know, the first two weeks can be Hard. fairly difficult. Oh, my goodness. Believe you get me, over we it. went through it. Yep. And. Last week, I, I thought, you know, th- this workout just is not for us because <laughs> it hurt for three days. But we took our CBD. We, yeah. we used our topical. It was a little less painful. Yep. Yeah, so um, and anything helps at this point because if you just think of that home run, if you get to that four-week mark, yeah. it's such a big home run. It's just so hard to get to it for so many people. Give thought to what we just said. Try your best to get to that four week. Now, yeah, my I, experience says if you can at least work out four times a week, you have a good success at getting to this four week feeling. Mm-hmm. That feeling where you're getting the endorphins and the and the opioid release and you don't want to not do this anymore. If you can do five days, terrific. If you're young, do six days. If you're if you're, uh, if you're probably 50 and older, try that five day and give your di- your body two days to rest. 
uh, you might find that helpful. You might already, already know this, so sorry if I'm repeating stuff. Anyway, there you go. Fitness, structure, pattern, and support. Um, there's one more thing on support that I want to share that I know from personal experience too. And this is pay attention to your body. And injury throws this thing off very fast. Yeah, definitely start slow. Just don't even... Just it's not necessarily start slow, although I appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, Kimberly is a girl. Yes. I'm a guy. I get this. <laughs> All right. How about instead we say, listen to your body? Yeah. All right. You know when your knee is not very good and you go down you do a leg squat extension, whatever they want to call those things, and your knee hurts, you have to back off until... You get it built up. That means don't go down as low. Don't go put as much weight on it, so forth and so on. So when I, uh, when I suggest to pay attention to your body, it was more about that. So instead of just a random go slow, instead hear your body. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, I am a girl. <laughs> and I do, like our first week when we did our workouts, um, I didn't use weights. Yeah, I know. I you just did. really did the movements okay. first. Smart. Because, again, I'm just a yoga girl, so I'm not really into weights anyway. But yeah. I, then the second week, I put mm -hmm. a little bit of weight. And then the third week, a little bit more weight. And this last week, um, the pain has not been as intense, which is wonderful. The muscle mm. soreness. I don't feel like anything's, you know, hurting me as far as a knee or anything. Um, and it, it really is. We were all asking each other throughout, throughout this week of workouts going, well, th that just seemed easier, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, and why are we, why are we doing – we felt more exhausted after the workout, yeah. but that's because we were actually doing all of the workout because yeah, we, were we felt comfortable it. Yeah. with it. Yeah. So, yay. This is uh, – you can't see this. This is me giving Kimberly a fist bump. Oh, yay. Nice I got job. a fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. it so, does work. It really yeah. does work. Uh, okay. Pay attention to your body. Mm -hmm. Okay, because this fitness thing did work. And by the way, we were able to get the kids involved. Yes. And they were grumpy in the beginning. Oh, my goodness, but yes. But the structure was important. If you got teens, hey, I, I dosed, I dosed our, we, have to, we have teenage boys. I'm like, me and the girls are going to love you. When you get out of this thing, come on, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, whatever. But I do know that children also appreciate structure. Yes. And here is an opportunity. So, and you get so many other things from it. So they get the structure. They get to work out as a family. You get the the structure that you desire. It's just, it's a win everywhere. Sure. Okay. Um, oh, and, and I got to share this one with you. If they get a little nutsy during the workout... That's because they're children. Yeah. Yeah, they don't work out like, like, like adults. No. Uh, adults are like, all right, I got to do these push-ups. Okay, I got, okay, next is this. Kids aren't thinking that way. Kids are like, woohoo! look, I can do a somersault too. Look, Dad. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yes, right. we dealt with that the first two weeks. And, we're <laughs> like, and I finally just have said, you know what? You guys are here. D have fun. Yeah, and I we're mean, just glad you're here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Wanted to share that as uh, also a personal share. Um, okay. Watch. Here's another big one. Watch your escape habits. Mm -hmm. Those being like smoking, alcohol, drugs. Those are all designed for, I know, escape. 
Okay, and they can also be celebration. I'm not talking about that one. I'm only talking about escape. Watch, watch where it's creeping in. If you find it creeping in, then take a look at it and see if it's an escape solution. If yeah. it is, then it's going to mess with all this. Right. All of it really bad. Like yeah. It adds to it consistently. I think my biggest escape is um, the television. So that's where I have to really yeah. maybe limit my TV time. All right. All right. So we're getting close to the end. So let's go to wrap up with a couple of cool tips. Gratitude. One, somebody told me if you are expressing gratitude, there is no room for anxiety. Anxiety can't exist in that same thought. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people subscribe to some kind of daily journaling of gratitude. Every morning, like you said, Kimberly, you wake up and you say, I'm grateful for this, this, and this. Yes. It really is helpful if you can get into a routine of expressing gratitude. Another one said, don't drink too much coffee. Kind of agree, and watch out for it myself, but I hate it. Don't drink too much coffee. Get plenty of sleep. Yeah. I.e., CBD will help with this. If you are challenged in your sleep, jump your CBD up to, to 40, 50 milligrams 20 minutes before you go to sleep. That will absolutely help you. Give it a try. If you are, if you are experiencing insomnia, you are never going to get around this loop unless you fix that piece yes because if you're not getting a good night's sleep that's all you're going to think about yeah, right, all day right so um and, and a little bit more about sleep so there's lots of different therapies that can help you with sleep not watching tv right before you go to bed why because of blue light blue light triggers the brain to not go into that sleep uh cadence so you can you can quit that down quiet that down uh, you could do stuff like read. Um, you could meditate. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to promote any pharmaceuticals, but if you're using a pharmaceutical to go to sleep, I'm not going to tell you not to either. Uh, getting sleep is the most important. Okay? Yep. All right. So, and that's really, um, I mean, I can't say enough about the Relax Blend for Canafil. Yeah, because it you put, really you helps put me. terpenes and essential oils in there. So not only is the CBD, which, by the way, that's what the CBD does. It kicks in the sleep cadence. Mm -hmm. And if the sleep cadence is kicked in completely, you get the full eight hours and you wake up rested. Yes. If the cadence is not, you're up and down. Anybody of you that out there that recognizes that you get up three times a night to go to the bathroom, that's because your sleep cadence is not dialed in. Because every time you become close to being awake, your, your, your urinary tract wakes up. Yeah. And it was designed to do that. While you're asleep, it is completely shut down. doesn't matter how full you get. Yeah, and, and with a, any type of a you know sleep aid... Um, I've always been really groggy when I wake up in the morning with the, on those. On just, sleep aids, yeah. Oh, my mm -hmm. goodness. Just so groggy. Because they're not working with your system. <laughs> and you can't get going, and there you yeah. are with the coffee. Yep. But with CBD, you, don't, you do not have that morning grog. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And I've, I've gotten great sleep off of 20 milligrams. Uh, by the way, I'm 190 pounds. I've gotten great sleep off of uh, 20 milligrams. And I've gone all the way up to 90 milligrams because I was struggling. Super stressed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mine is always stress-related. So right. if I'm not getting a good night's sleep, it's because of that. Mm -hmm. All right, focus on the moment. It's beautiful, guys. You have kids. You have you have a, a place to stay. Listen, you can. There's so many cool things to focus in on 
if you focus on the moment. Uh, do things that you enjoy. Remember, going for that dopamine release. Super important. Yeah. Uh, finally, the act of helping others. That is usually very therapeutic to you. So the act of helping others. Okay, listen. Listeners, I hope you, in, uh, you, you gained some from what we had to share with you today. I know we felt very good about digging this information up and sharing it with you today. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a wrap for this episode of the CBD Ed Show. Thank you, Kim, for gathering today's research with me. You're welcome. Thank you, listeners. Becoming an educated consumer of CBD is the best way to protect the hemp plant. So, again, our future generations are on the line here. Uh, now the way to stay connected, follow me on Instagram or Canafil's Instagram uh, and use hashtag... Uh, hashtag protect the hemp for us. All right. Yes. We're trying to create a little bit of movement there. Uh, again, thank you all for listening. This is Ed Cheney working to raise your potential. Bye. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.